Good morning and greetings in Jesus precious name. I welcome you to Church Talk. Here we discuss and we uh, speak about all things related to the church. If you are a church planter or if you're a church goer, this can be helpful for both of us and uh, this is supposed to encourage you to make your church a god-friendly and people-friendly place you know so often our churches are off balance you know sometimes we love serving god and hosting god in our churches and sometimes uh, in fact most times we make the mistake of uh, ignoring the people that walk among us and that come in among us and we completely go off tangent and we are insensitive to the people sometimes the other side is also true where we are so people based that we disconnect from god we disconnect from the holy spirit of god and yet the new testament church if you study the pattern of the new testament church that church was a church that was uh, totally based on the word of god totally connected to the spirit of god totally submitted to the apostles and the leadership and yet absolutely connected to the struggles and the pains and the problems of everyday life you would see that at one point there was a challenge with people who were you know receiving food portions in, in the church every day and these widows came and complained that they are not getting the right amount of food and then suddenly they uh, you know set up a new system in place so that everybody gets treated fairly all the newcomers into the church gets respected and celebrated i believe that 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 should teach us a few lessons and this morning i'm here to give you a few lessons to just be mindful of when you go to your church uh, to be mindful of if you plant your own church see this is something that you can apply not just in a full-fledged organized church but also something that you need to apply even if you're running a house church even if you're running an anchor group a cell group or a growth group in your home th these are principles that needs to be applied wherever you run a fellowship you know a fellowship is where two or three will gather in the name of Jesus and it may be two or three or it may be a 20 30000 member congregation but this is necessary in both places in all these places of course the scope of it will be larger in a larger congregation and uh, are compared to a smaller congregation and yet the purpose behind these principles remain the same the very first thing that we need to remember when we go to church is to make sure that we are not there to make someone else uncomfortable. We are there to make people that are coming into church comfortable. We are there to make them feel at ease. You, you know, so often, um, you know, when you walk into a, a hospital, you know, I was recently observing these things. I went to the hospital to uh, get my daughter some, you know, medical attention because she had had a wound in her leg. And I started observing every little thing there. And something that I saw was on the walls, there are these nice paintings and explanations of childbirth and 
growth of a child and and it's almost like a very good environment a people friendly environment where you know the fact that they know about my problem the fact that they are aware of what i'm going through makes me feel comfortable and and at home and it's a welcoming environment as soon as i reach the hospital there will be a a guy a watchman who would be waiting outside trying to help me find a parking spot and once i park if one of us need assistance with a wheelchair or uh you know carrying somebody you know they will immediately come with uh, the necessary equipments and help uh, and 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 they bring us in and I, i'm wondering why is it that we don't do that in church why is it that we take the people that are coming in you know can you imagine how would you react to somebody who is uh you know coming into the hospital wounded and bleeding and is unable to walk you know he's he and he is so much in pain that he has no clue that he is even going into a hospital how would you treat him how what would you do to him when you see if you are a medical professional what would you do to make him feel comfortable won't you go out of your way to just go bring that person in i'm telling you that's exactly how people walk into church every sunday morning uh, every time that somebody who is hurting who is broken come into the house you know on the externals on the outside they may look amazing with great clothes and great perfume and well done hair uh, however uh, sometimes you know we forget that you know everybody is struggling in some or the other areas of their life and if only we can see them from the eyes of the spirit and see their spiritual state instead of the physical state the amount of love the affection and the care that you show them at the entrance should make them feel so comfortable that they would know that hey i can trust my life in this church i can i can trust this house to take care of me i can trust the doctors and the nurses that are assigned to me in this place to really help me because they genuinely care for me they genuinely love me they genuinely are for me may i may i encourage you to set up a uh, uh, amazing welcome system now if you're a f- organized church that would mean that you set up ushers at your entrance and exits so that you know everybody that's coming in and going out gets greeted uh, if you're in a small house church you can be yourself the usher you can yourself be the welcomer you can yourself set up a system like you can just set up a welcome drink for everybody that's coming in no matter how late or early they are you know this is another thing you know um we have to stop judging people you know in the earlier years of my ministry i would be highly crazily judgmental of people that walk in uh without a uh you know proper clothes or you know people that walk in without uh any sense of time or people that come in without a actual real bible in their hands and you know all kinds of reasons for me to judge people and and over a period of time the lord has taught me so much wisdom i'm i'm so thankful for that so much of maturity in 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 telling me that hey i am not here to 
boss over people to expect somebody to come in time i'm here to serve them and as a servant or as a waiter in their hearts in their lives i i'm not supposed to make demands as to what they will wear and what time they will come yes they know that this is the time that we are open to ministering to serving them and yet it is completely their choice how much ever they want to receive they can come and receive it's it's not for us to judge anybody somebody that walks in in the last 5 minutes of the service will receive as much of my attention as much of my love as somebody that walks in an hour before the service and you know and that kind of a uh, lack of judgment you know i'm not saying that you should not be discerning i'm saying that you don't have to judge the bible says it is appointed for all to die once and then judgment and at that point you can judge these guys one at a time but right now is a point where you have to shower people with love and we will always find some of the other reasons to judge people at the first go you know that as soon as you see them oh i know what kind of church this guy is coming from i know what kind of family background he belongs to i know that i mean i i cannot trust to sit next to him in church and you know and all of those things i'm telling you just keep it aside when you come to church and if you are seeing other people doing it in your church go and talk to them personally teach them the importance of loving people the way jesus loves them the third thing that i would encourage you to do is to uh you know in your sermons if you're a pastor in your sermons if you're a usher or a volunteer if you're somebody who would greet a newcomer in your church then in your conversation something that you could reduce is uh christianese you know in in my french language um that sometimes when we are in church when we are in the assembly of other godly people suddenly we start talking justification sanctification redemption uh rapture and tribulation and you know and and a newcomer sometimes have no clue of what we are talking about you know and sometimes these people come from backgrounds where they don't even understand your language whatever language you may have your service in they may not even understand the fullness of the language that you have your services in and sometimes when we use difficult words i'm not saying that you should chuck out biblical truths but i'm saying whenever you use a difficult word why don't you take a minute go off track from your sermon and explain what you just meant whenever you say something in your conversation that you know uh, the person that is listening to the conversation may not understand why don't you ask them hey did you understand what i meant if no can i explain it to you uh, why don't you just take out the christianese conversations from your uh you know dialogues and conversation just be normal you know the fact that the lord can use just ordinary real conversations to really bring people back to life from death to life it's it's just amazing i can tell you stories upon stories of how just ordinary things one sister in our church she got saved just by another sister telling her don't worry god will take care of you another sister just went and said hey i just want to let you know that god really really loves you 
and he has your future in his hands these are just you know simple statements no nothing profound about it nothing you know phd mth type things about it and yet these are things that one souls for the kingdom so if you can just avoid if you can you know make sure that you're intentional with your language you're intentional with the conversations that you make in church with people that come in for the first time with people that are coming after a long time that you you are intentional in having conversations that are really going to help them bless them equip them not conversations that are going to make them feel out of place um you know it also means that if you are talking in a con- on a in a group uh, or if you are talking in your church you use a neutral language that everybody understands and if there is a person who doesn't understand that you would specifically assign a translator to sit next to that person or or you would assign a translator to preach your sermon parallelly with you from the stage whatever it takes to make sure that your people are comfortable when they are in church you know so often we we just we, we we are so not sensitive to these people and and we we use terms like you know oh this is what the bible says this is what the holy word says and and and, and we just we, we are just so um not understanding the fact that they don't know what the bible says they don't know they don't have any understanding why don't you take some time to explain what the bible is why don't you take some time to explain why we read the bible and why we study from the bible before you start you know so often our focus is on the wrong things you know when we try to win somebody to the lord we are trying to erase every wrong ideology up from their hearts and their minds and we are trying to find all the places that we disagree upon and yet the one thing that Jesus said the one thing that is necessary for people to be saved is belief in Jesus deep confession of their faith a real sincere confession of their faith and and willingness to follow Jesus that's all that it takes to uh be saved and yet we uh, when when newcomers come in i've i've heard people starting to talk about uh creation and evolution and rapture and you know all these kind of things and you know we we start talking about everything else and and apostle paul says like this my faith hangs on just one single thing it is the resurrection of jesus the fact that jesus came lived died and yet he rose again that is what my faith hangs on if you can believe that with me i'm telling you we are on the same page we may disagree about all the theologies in the bible all the perspectives about the bible and yet if you and i we agree on this one thing that jesus christ he died for my sin and he rose again from the dead and is right now alive and seated in the ha- right hand of god then we are on the right page we are on the same page and we can you know work together we can help these people and and that becomes the criteria for people to become saved that's that's the criteria for people to experience god not the fact that you know they agree with you with your theological perspective 101 percentage uh, i'm i'm telling you so often we are just focused on uh, you know getting these people to sign up 
for church members and uh, sign up to be uh, in some of the growth groups or anchor groups and you know to sign up to be in you know all these things that's that's the focus and yet um, our our primary uh, heart our primary desire should be to get these people to have an encounter with Jesus i'm telling you if your prayer every sunday morning is lord let everybody that walks into my house into my church let them have an encounter with you you're not saying lord let them stay back and and let them actually become a member in my church you're instead saying lord let them have an encounter with you if you are praying that prayer i'm telling you that 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 your your ministry is going to go into the next level your your life is going to go into the next level your your perspective about god is going into the next level your your decisions in in you know in catering to this um, newcomers are going to go into the next level you know you're not no longer concerned only about uh, you know how many people are coming back to your church you're concerned about how many people really get a touch from jesus when they come to your church uh you know and uh, celebrate them as as they start coming to your church celebrate them celebrate the baby steps they make the fact that they are coming the fact that they are uh you know willing to listen to you the fact that they are willing to you know change and grow celebrate those baby steps how would you celebrate a child that says uh, papa for the first time you know how would you celebrate a child that begins to walk for the first time how would you celebrate small baby steps of of little children in your home there are newborn babies in your home in the same way when they bring somebody to church for the very first time celebrate it you know and uh, and build real godly honest relationships with them rather than just um you know trying to get this guy baptized then add it to the church and come on let's move on to the next person type of a relationship real honest relationships something that i do with my leadership on a regular basis is i ask them uh, do you know this person what do you know about this person and how much do you know about this person you know what do you know about the person's family and what do you know about the person's background and uh, did you know that you know this person if did you know if he goes to another church before this and and what is his expectations from this church what all do you know about this person that happens only when we build honest relationships sincere real personal relationships with people where we are not just looking for people to come and attend and have have a a you know give us an audience every weekend but we are looking for people that we can do life with you're looking for people that we can you know uh, have real conversations with and 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 may the lord equip you for that in this season that every church that you rep is is represented on this podcast everybody that is listening whichever church you are part of my prayer for you my hope my dream my desire for you is that your church will be a church which is welcoming of newcomers your church will be a church which is celebrating uh you know people that that walk in and people that um are unbelievers and yet they come to church and, and you give a excellent environment you know even as i speak right now uh, my wife and a couple of other 
people in church they are out there in the church hall and they are trying to paint the walls you know put flowers out there change the background of the stage make it a friendly place make it uh friendly for the people that are coming in i i i admire their effort may you do that in your church you know go looking for opportunities to serve the newcomers of your church and if you can really invest time into the newcomers in your church i'm telling you your church will be a growing church your church will be a church that will experience increase and that is my prayer for you for the year ahead for the weekend ahead for the uh, days ahead that in every weekend the lord will add to your church the lord will add it to your fellowship the lord will add to your home new people weekend after weekend after weekend that's all from me this morning i hope you're enjoying the church talk this segment is also inspired from a recent uh teaching series that i did in our church called the church culture series all the sermons from the church culture series are available on our youtube channel and our websites uh, you're welcome to go check them out and listen to them one at a time uh very soon i'm also going to publish all the content from these uh sermons in a book for those who would like to read it rather than just listen to the sermons and and when it is out i'll let you know so you can uh purchase them and pick them up and share it with your friends and uh families also who are into church planting ministry and i believe that church is a institution that jesus is building in because he is building it no powers of hell no weapons formed against it shall prosper and no powers or no gates of hell can prevail against it that's all from me this morning have a blessed and awesome weekend ahead that's all for this week as you prepare for a new week ahead may we request your continual prayer and financial support for the ministry here at bangalore revival center and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of india africa and around the world every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life transforming difference to many find all the information for making your generous contributions at pastorpriji.com